0: And listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset Now and get ready to transform your life.
1: Hold up.
0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Don't ask, are you worthy of the goal? Ask, is the goal worthy of you? You're trading your life for it. You want to have a goal that's worth failing for. An ideal is an idea that you have fallen in love with. You see, the beautiful truth is, you and I have more potential than we will ever understand. We've got phenomenal powers. Intuition is an intellectual factor. It's like perception, the will, reason, imagination, memory, and intuition. These are higher faculties. These are the faculties that separate us from all of the rest of the animal kingdom. All the rest of the animal kingdom is completely at home in their environment. They blend in. You and I are totally disoriented in our environment. And that is because we've been given the godlike ability to create our own environment. You and I are spiritual beings. And if we are not inspired to do something, it's because we're not thinking of who we are. The essence of us is spirit. And spirit's always for expansion and fuller expression. He gets into that so beautifully in the area of imagination. He said it's the most marvelous, miraculous, inconceivably powerful force the world's ever known. It's the imagination that permits us to move into the spiritual essence of who we are. It's your imagination that takes the idea that comes to your consciousness, and that spirit wanting to express itself greater right way through you, because spirit's always for expansion and fuller expression. And so it's the raising of our conscious awareness He'll found this out. He writes about it. That's what changes our life. We're spiritual beings. We've been gifted with an intellect, and we live in a physical body. Everything we own at the time of our death's going to belong to someone else. So it's not what we own. We're merely custodians. It's what we do with our life that makes the difference. You've got to be persistent. And he gives us a very simple formula here. He said, there are four simple steps which lead to the habit of persistence. Number one, a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. Number two, a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Number three, a mind, this is very important, closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. And number four, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. He said these four steps are essential for success in all walks of life. When you start studying Napoleon Hill's work and you really start to get into the spirit of it, you're going to be inspired because that's what inspiration is. It's in spirit. And get into the spirit of his work. He had one objective. He wanted to wake you up. He wanted to wake me up. He did wake me up. Hopefully you're awake as well. And as you start studying into this, you'll start to realize there is literally no end to what you're capable of doing. He said, ideas are intangible forces, but they have more power than the physical brains that gave birth to them. They have the power to live on long after the brain has created them has turned to dust. Napoleon Hill's been dead since 1970. But the idea that his brain developed and worked with lives on because of people like me, because of people like you, because of the people that are putting this documentary together. This could be the most important book in your library. When I set a new goal, I have difficulty believing I can do it. Intellectually, I've studied this long enough Then I know I can. But it isn't your intellect that does it. If it was the intellect that does it, our school system would be screaming successful. But we've got people graduating from universities all over the world. They've got an enormous amount of knowledge in their intellect, and yet they're losing. They're broke, they can't find work. So it's not your intellect. Intellectually, I've studied this long enough to know that if I can see it in my mind, I can do it. You've got to believe it in your heart. You see, the heart is what the early Greeks referred to the heart as subconscious mind. There's a whole chapter in here on the subconscious mind, and it's very, very powerful. Because until you internalize the idea, it isn't gonna happen. You see, you can want something, wants are of a conscious nature. That's your intellectual part of your personality. The desire is the idea in your subconscious mind, seeking expression outside through your action. Desire is when you've internalized the idea. You've gotta believe you can do it on a subconscious level. You can come to believe it through repetition. If you take what you want and start to imagine yourself with it, the imagination enables you to go into the future and bring the future into the present. You've gotta act like the person you wanna become. Well, when we do that and do it over and over, you come to believe. We operate on the premise that everyone thinks, and the very truth is that very few people think. My old employer and mentor, Earl Nightingale, often said that if the average person said what they were thinking, they would be speechless. The late and great educator, Dr. Kenneth McFarland, said 2% of the people think, 3% think they think, and 95% would actually rather die than think. General Henry Ford said thinking is the hardest work there is, which is the probable reason so few people engage in it. Thinking is the highest function that you and I are capable of. The problem is very few courses teach thinking. You see, an idea is a thought or a collection of thoughts directed towards a purpose. Most people would never do what they're doing if they're thinking. Listen to the average conversation that's going on. People would never say what they were saying if they were thinking. No, the truth is the thinking is not something everybody gets involved in but you start studying this material, and I can assure you one thing, you will begin to think. If a person's going to accomplish anything of any consequence in their life, they have to get into the spirit of it. In other words, I think we have to understand where does the information come from? Where does the energy come from to create things? Well, we go to spirit. Spirit flows to and through us and we can think, the highest function that we're capable of, and we build an image in our mind, then we have to be true to that image. We have to use our will to hold that picture on the screen of the mind, and we turn the image back over to spirit which is within us. Through the reciprocal law of spirit, it gives it back to us in physical form. Now this is truly getting into the spirit of the thing. That is what being inspired is all about. And all great work came about because some was inspired to do it. All the great paintings, Rembrandt, Van Gogh, all of them, they were inspired to do the great work. We have to understand that whatever Rembrandt or Van Gogh used, we have available to us. We're God's highest form of creation. Spirit flows to and through us. It's our responsibility to decide what we're going to do with it. I think we've got an obligation to do great work. We're only here for a short time, not a long time. And we've got the faculties and the ability to do great work.